Welcome to the Sovereign Society Podcast. I'm your guide, Sabrina Riccio, and as a shamanic brand strategist, my mission is to help sacred disruptors and leaders of the golden age to honor their journey, reclaim their power, and revolutionize the world with their medicine. Because you've answered the call to move the masses with your medicine, this sacred space is here to help you nourish your online empire as you activate a legacy of integrity, wealth, and overall sovereign embodiment. Remember, it all comes down to you honoring the journey and trusting the process. So I invite you to join me every week as I share with you conversations and transmissions with some of today's leading sacred disruptors who are on mission to be part of the solution. Now's the time for you to cultivate the business and life of your desires. So allow the medicine of the Sovereign Society to inspire you to lead with intention. Let's dive in because the world is ready for your medicine. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your guide, Sabrina Riccio, and let me just say how grateful I am to be back with you after over five months, almost six months away. And I'm going in deep, I'm speaking the truth, and I'm so excited to be talking more about this topic because I don't think enough business people are speaking up about it. I'm seeing it a little bit on YouTube from some of the social media content creators that I follow. They're all seeing what I'm seeing. Um, but I think this topic needs to be addressed more. And this is, is Instagram dead? And let's talk about what's going on and the future of social media in 2023. I'm going there. I'm coming back hot. <laughs> so as I was recording this episode... Thunder and lightning outside was going off. I don't know if you're going to be hearing it, if my editor is going to be cutting it out. But like, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see me talk about it because I'm keeping it in. But like, the desert never gets rain. We gratefully got rain today. And I'm talking about a controversial topic that I don't mind talking about because... This is why I do what I do. I'm here to shake shit up. I'm here to revolutionize the world and I'm here to help you get there too. So in this episode, I'm talking a lot about what brings about a successful social media channel and what's been killing Instagram and really what trends are happening with Facebook and Instagram and the meta at large that are impacting the platform on a greater scale, as well as where the future success of social media is headed, which I'll be talking about at the end, um, as well as what real sovereignty in the golden age of technology looks like. Because, you know, like I said, in the end, I'm going to be sharing with you the key element of future, future success uh, with social media. And it's important that we start implementing it now. We're here in Q4 and I want you to be successful in 2023 because things are shifting, right? There's a lot of evolution happening and it's part of life. It's inevitable. Um, but, you know, after being sick and, you know, found myself on my phone a lot um, in bed, um, in and out of the hospital, and just really, I've been doing a lot of market research on my own um, between my old platform that got hacked, um, new platforms. And as I shared, I'm going to be focusing a lot more on YouTube and with this podcast. So to come back here, I'm beyond grateful. And I just wanted to give a big shout out to all of you who checked in on me, who sent your love and prayers while I've been going through my health journey. I feel like I'm almost at the end of the road. There's still some, some of it to come, but um, I'm almost there. I really do feel it. And uh, I just, I'm so grateful for the beautiful people that I have in my corner. And so again, thank you for your love. Thank you for your patience and thank you for your understanding. Um, but a great way that you can really help is that, you know, you share this episode maybe to, you know, friends that you have that are entrepreneurs or maybe someone who's even addicted to social media. Um, but it's what you're going to be learning. This is like a whole free training I really shared in this episode. And like I said, I wanted to come back strong um, and come back big. And so here I am. 
Um, but again, if you can, you know, share with a friend or if you subscribe on Apple, leave a rating and review. This podcast was once at number 22 on spirituality because I was one of the first adopters of, uh, so of uh, podcasting. Um, but then I got sick and, you know, this is something that I wanted to share Um this conversation coming back when I'm feeling ready and I've got a whole bunch of incredible episodes coming up next week. I'm going to be talking about how to reclaim your power from mental health challenges um, and just really dive in deeper on health and well-being, which is something I want to be focusing more on with this podcast. I want to share with you more about systems and marketing. I want to share with you more about uh, mysticism and how do we infuse that into business and brand development and just really what it means to bring more inspiration and wisdom and love to help you heal ancestrally and to heal your inner child and to really reclaim your power back because you came here during this revolutionary time on mission and for a purpose. And so it's time for you to lead with integrity and with your truth and with love. And this is what I'm focusing so much of my content on here And so I'm really excited to be sharing more with you about my geeky side and just the overall uh, research I've been doing and just my overall strategies of what I'm seeing in the future or going to be implementing in the future um, because you're part of my community and I want nothing but the best for you. So this episode is brought to you by my program, Alchemize your systems because if you want to start to create smarter instead of harder, I invite you to start implementing systems now uh, to really hone in during Q4 to prepare for Q for Q1 again this new year. We're coming into a seven-year next year, 2023, and I think a lot is going to shift. America's going to be having her Pluto return. There's going to be a lot of change, and so I want to make sure that you know you have your systems and your intention and just your overall purpose and drive and focus ready to go. Um, Because you came here on mission, you came here on purpose during this revolutionary time. And so Alchemize Your Systems, I've brought a lot of my courses to flow on your own at an extremely affordable rates um, to honor the times that we're in um, and to just overall honor you. I'm, I've been really focused on a people over profit piece and I want to share what I can to help you, you know, be part of the solution. So if you want to check that out, you can check um, the description or you can go ahead and go to my website, sabrinariccio.com slash links, where you'll find everything. Um, but I definitely advise you taking notes with this episode because this episode is as real as it gets, especially if you're in the world of online business and just business in general. Um, because again, the world is ready for your medicine. And I'm so grateful to be back here with you. Stay tuned because we've got a lot of really amazing episodes coming up. But in the meantime, I invite you to... Enjoy this one and let me know what you think. If you loved it, uh, you can leave a comment on my YouTube channel for this episode, um, or you can leave again that rating and review on Apple Podcasts. But without further ado, let's talk about if Instagram's dead and the real future of social media in 2023. Enjoy. So remember in 2010, this new platform came to our phones that allowed us to post photos with these awesome filters, or so we thought they were. You know what I'm talking about. They were not so great photos where we took a picture of what we just ate, or we took a picture of a festival we went to, or we all love to use hashtag blessed, right? Of course, I'm talking about Instagram. And as someone who has a degree in marketing and who was coined the marketing machine by my social media professor back at Chapman University when I was in school 13 years ago, even to this day, he remembers where I sat. I sent him a text and he said, oh, yeah, you were right side, third row, which really meant a lot as a projector, likes to be seen. <laughs> but enough of that. I I understand and these trends and I enjoy watching these social media 
um, growth and the overall impact it's had on our society. When I went to school, I went to school for marketing and sociology. So this is something I've been passionate about um, because I like to help people strategize their business based off of what's going on, how they can unleash their medicine and be part of the solution. But we all know the impact that Instagram has had in our lives. And if it isn't in our lives, it's also been within our business and it's shifted, right? Um, After being sick for the last year and really just being aware and watching these trends and even recently doing a lot of my own um, market research and just being my own case study, I'm seeing that this platform is shifting and it's not just me. There's people I follow on YouTube and influencers I follow on Instagram whose own tips and tricks that have brought them so much success isn't working for them anymore. And so I knew coming back to the podcast and coming back to creating content, this was something that I wanted to talk about if Instagram is dead. And what's the future of social media? Um, because I I want to help people and I want to help you with your brands. I want to help you unleash your medicine. And I want to help us come together to revolutionize the world and to work with these tools that can help us be the solution that can help us educate one another and support one another. And so this is what I'm doing here. So we know that Instagram was a standalone platform, and then Facebook bought it out um, when Facebook, in a way, died. And, you know, people are just eh, so-so using it. Um, But we're seeing this shift now with Instagram. So, of course, Facebook bought Instagram, and then new platforms came to the field, And so there was a lot more competition between these social media platforms because there's only so much time and focus one person can do at a time. I mean, people can swap between apps, but who has been the most dominant social media app? That's what people have been craving and fighting for and also just the amount of data that's been going through. And that's a whole other topic (laughs) if you're like me and, and you see the truth of what's going on. But Essentially, we know that Instagram, what made this app so awesome was that it was this chronological feed that people shared in real time what they were doing. And then because these other platforms came in and the platform became a little more oversaturated, there needed to be a little more strategy as to how to go about and use this platform Um, because this platform, just like we've evolved, has evolved and it went beyond the simple photo sharing. And because the field became oversaturated with posts and millions of people were starting to really use the platform, it's evident that success on this platform and on any real social media platform always came down to three pieces, three elements for success. One, are you speaking to your ideal client? This is towards business, right? And branding. Two, are you being consistent with what your content is so that you can, one, cultivate trust with your ideal client as to this is your niche, your go-to, that why they're coming to you, but more so to also boost the algorithm so they know what you're delivering so they can send off, it's like a web, Right on what kind of content or what your content, how can that support um, the user that is a follower or maybe not? Um, And three, are you really bringing something fresh to the feed? You know, when I started to feel like Instagram was dying out, you know, I, I heard I... I've seen and I've done it myself and I've shared with people time and time again that you need to be more strategic and more creative and plan ahead of time to bulk your content, which I still think are valid pieces. Here I am recording a podcast episode 
slash YouTube video, and I'm bulking out multiple episodes um, so that I'm not burnt out because it led me literally to the hospital with brain scans and seizures of burning out. Um, And so I know from my own experience what not to do, and this is something I want to be sharing with you, but we have to start becoming more mindful and strategic and intentional with the content we create. And that's another main piece of that success, right? So if you recognize and embrace the importance of speaking to your soul babe client, this ideal client that you're here to nurture because, and if you aren't, and you're not delivering solutions that can help them overcome the challenges they may be facing or to inspire them to keep going and to believe themselves because if you can do it, so can they, then you really aren't talking to anyone. And this is where I love to help people recognize your ideal client is maybe who you were a couple steps back, right? the best way to be of service is through your own experience to lead with that space of integrity and to share your wisdom and from a space of genuine connection um, with your audience and with your soul big client. But because of the Instagram algorithm, we know that if you aren't being consistent and you're not showing up as an expert with what you're saying, your medicine won't be recognized and they won't push your content out there. And the bigger thing is they won't know who to push it towards. And if you're out there doing what everyone else is doing, again, that question is what differentiates you from all the other content out there? So over time, we found copycats of information and trends circulating because, you know, if this worked for them, obviously this was going to work for me, but that's wrong, right? You can be inspired by someone, but no matter what platform you choose, it's essential to keep it fresh and to stay true to yourself, honor your voice and your unique perspective and your gifts and your talents and your medicine and, and do it because it's coming from a place of expansion and because you want to do it, not because you have to do it. And unfortunately, this is what a lot of social media um, has become is like we're creating content um, because we quote unquote have to do it or like there's an obligation. And that's not what it's about. This platform was supposed to be to have fun. It's not about something that's routine. Um, But, you know, after recent trends and analysis and recognizing what's going on and, you know, getting radically honest at the truth about what's happening, many prominent Instagram teachers and influencers are all agreeing that they've been going through an engagement rut themselves, um, even though they're, they've been doing what brought them success before. And that's the other thing that people were getting pissed off about was like things, the algorithm was constantly changing, constantly changing. But like pretty much the way that I saw it, it just felt like Instagram just like threw a whole bunch of shit on the wall and saw what stuck, right? (laughs) But the truth is, is that so many people are frustrated with the app. And I had my Instagram handle hacked. I had almost 11,000 followers and I had it hacked. And I even called them on Instagram. And it was these guys from Nigeria because I even saw on the database where the login was from that hacked into my Instagram. And then my old account just died essentially. And then I started a new one and it was doing well. And then the views like overnight went to, I had like 800 followers and my reels were getting like over 7,000 plays. And now that I'm almost at a thousand, I'm lucky if I'm getting 400. That tells something, right? A lot of people are really frustrated with this because One, if it wasn't about the amount of impersonators out there um, that are making duplicate accounts where they'll just add a period in the name or add another letter in the name and they'll they'll take a screenshot of people's profile picture um, and they'll copy the um, bios 
and then some of the pictures of their feed. But if you clicked it on the real tab, you'd see it had like three or four plays. That's the way that I've always indicated, like this is an imposter account. But the amount of people, especially in the um, mysticism world of coaches and tarot readers and astrologers that have been copycatted is has been absolutely ridiculous. And they're going and telling people like, oh, sending DMs like, oh, I would love to do a reading. Like I'm feeling your energy and I feel like it's time for you to have like a reading done or here are my services. People are recognizing that. <laughs> um, and it's if it's not that, it's been the amount of bots uh, that are sexually harassing people. Um, I've recently had on my stories a screenshot that I had where I had like 15 bots and saying like really inappropriate things um, with no image, but just having that bio like all like coded um, to have sexual slurs um, or like half naked women in the biopic, um, you know, and it's just annoying. <laughs> Um, so between the hacks, the annoying bots, uh, the impersonators and just the overall lack of views that have not and the amount of censorship that's been going on in shadow banning, that's been absolutely ridiculous too, of people actually speaking the truth. Um, a lot of that has been censored. A lot of that has been abused and no matter how many times people report it, the simple fact that Instagram has done nothing about it has really shifted people's faith in the platform. And it's not a good look for them. And it's why people have lost that faith and that trust in the platform is because is it really about the people or is it more about gathering the information through cookies of what you like and what you're spending more time watching. And these are the things that we need to become more mindful of and aware of, of how, if we're talking about sovereignty here, how are we using our energy and being intentional with our time on what we're feeding? Are we actually doing this doomsday scroll or are we actually like engaging and using social media to connect and be social and to educate and just to bring in that human connection? These are the things we need to become more aware of, be my, more mindful of and moving forward take responsibility as to what is our genuine relationship uh, with social med with social media. But, but when I look at what happened um, to Facebook, and like I said, I went to school for marketing, so I've been studying this uh, since 2007, right? And I built my first website, um, when I was in junior high, so I built my first website, I think it was like in 2003, um, 2002, I had to do it for like my computer class. And so I was learning coding then. And then the MySpace days, of course, I've just been very active with um, web design and brand design for over 20 years. And this is something that I've always like had an awareness of, and I've been really good at. I'm a geek at heart. I love systems. I love working with these um, new platforms and apps that are coming out. And I just want to help bring more of that awareness and education um, to people so that they can create smarter, not harder, which is why I created like a program like Alchemize Your Systems, where I had pe I had automations already made for you that you literally just plug in place so that you can bulk out your podcast, become aware of how you're pre-planning uh, your social media content. And there's so much more. So if you want to learn about Alchemize Your Systems, of course, you can look in the description box or um, you can send me a DM over on Instagram <laughs> at Sabrina Riccio. But I, I, I've been aware of this and this is something I've studied for a long time. And I think being a millennial who grew up with um, social media at a young age, there's a lot of us that are seeing a lot more of these trends and recognizing what's going on. And then from that, choosing to be part of the solution. 
Because when we look at what happened, first of all, we saw what happened with MySpace. Everyone loved MySpace. It just, Tom and MySpace disappeared. Everyone, once they got their college email address, got a Facebook, and they loved it. And then Instagram came through, this new kid on the block. People were using a lot with Twitter, um, YouTube. You know, there's all these platforms, but Facebook died. Um, and now we're seeing the same pattern that's happened with Instagram. And so the truth here about what has been going on is that Instagram lost its flair and it has completely steered away from the very essence of what the platform grew the plot, the platform of the platform, the foundation of the platform, right? What made it popular? I mean, with the rate it's going, while it's not yet, Instagram is dying. It's not dead yet, but it is dying. And there's thunder outside right when I said that. (laughs) But I mean, Think about it. When you have someone who has as much clout as a Kardashian complaining about Instagram and where it's going, you know it's not looking good. You know that is a publicity disaster. And it's what happened, right? Because what first made this app successful... And what brought everyone to Instagram was that it was a photo sharing platform, right? And then eventually competition came into play. So to save the company, developers freaked out, started focusing more on their competitors like TikTok and made Instagram a video platform, short, short-term videos, which unfortunately became the trend because people's attention spans have also gotten shorter. But to follow that trend of TikTok and to try to stay relevant, especially because when you look at the um, age range and the uh, category of ages, Generation Z, the Post 2000 kids, right? The kids of the new millennia, not millenniums. Millenniums were the 80s into the mid 90s are considered millenniums. But the generation after, Generation Z, they were focused on TikTok. They weren't really into Instagram. So to grow the audience, of Instagram and to stay relevant to the younger demographics, they wanted to be like TikTok. They started copying the video content like TikTok to stay relevant, right? But what happened was because Instagram was freaking out about the engagement of new um, subscribers or new followers, um, new handles coming into the platform, it became such an oversaturated platform that they weren't getting as many signups, you know, um, especially once parents started getting Instagram, um, they're the pool for them to reach and to bring in this new audience was getting smaller and smaller. So what did they do? They started to bring forth a more watered-down version of Instagram called Instagram Lite that used less data from these developing countries uh, so that more people can sign up for the platform because, again, they ran out of people to join. And unfortunately, that still hasn't been (laughs) enough to deliver a growing a growth of success to the platform. If anything, I've, you know, talked to people, my cousins, for instance, that are younger than me, who got it the new iPhone and never put the new or deleted the Instagram app off their phone. I've had the Instagram app off my phone for months. 
And this is what's happening. They can't reach out to kids under 16 to start an Instagram uh, without that parental consent, right? And so they're running out of potential new people. So the challenge, Facebook, or should I say meta, because they changed to focus more on their virtual reality world that they're building, they've been experiencing that because of what's been going on and now they're afraid of missing the mark on the virtual reality world, they've been focusing all of its energy to build the metaverse, which majority of people, studies and research are showing that like majority of people don't want to be in this virtual reality world. Like by the grace of God, we are the bridge, especially millennials, we are the bridge between the old world and the new world. And so you're seeing more and more people wanting to be more in nature, wanting to be more away from their phones, wanting to build gardens in their house. Um, you know, there's there's a lot more, especially I think after COVID, there's just a lot more connection that people are craving that's actually supporting a lot of what was great of the pre-technological world. And so a lot of people don't want to be in this virtual reality world. They're having so many challenges with NFTs. Um, there's just a lot that's questionable about what is, is VR going to actually be successful? But when you have major publications like Reuters that are sharing that even the project designers of Meta aren't behind what they're building and the metaverse and that their top design executive after working for Facebook slash Meta for over 10 years has stepped down, that's a sign. <laughs> and if you don't know or you didn't know, back in February 2022, so we had two, 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 right? I had a whole episode about the palindrome of that, but February, the beginning of it, Meta shares in the stock market crashed 26% in one day. And it's in history of the stock market and Wall Street. It's the biggest single day wipeout in stock market history. And because of that, Bloomberg, which is like one of the most well-respected um, business publications and go-tos that millionaires and billionaires and people who are in finance and business really lean on for what's going on around the world. Bloomberg shared that the drop erased over $200 billion from Meta's market capitalization and around $29 billion from Mark Zuckerberg's net worth alone in one day. Ouch. Right. So as I was looking on my stocks and my crypto recently, I saw that Bloomberg shared the title of their article shared Meta shares are a hard sell as the good old Facebook days are over. I mean, you have one of the most well-respected business publications that's sharing that the good old Facebook days are over. It's essential to be mindful of what's really unfolding beyond the app. You need to start thinking outside of the box and recognize what's actually happening. So the real question is, what do we do now, right? First of all, I want to say it's important that we get honest and we recognize the problem at hand. When you have major publications, when you're seeing major teachers and influencers, they're all frustrated. They're all saying like, red flag, watch out. This is something to be mindful of where we're putting our energy in, right? From this awareness... We need to start to be strategic and come up with this pivot strategy so that we can continue to answer the call and not allow the circumstances of the 3D reality to steer us off of our mission to answer the call and to revolutionize the world with our medicine. If you are choosing 
to build an online empire, part of your responsibility is to become aware and mindful of what's unfolding behind the scenes and worldwide. We need to find this connection. We need to connect the dots. We need to recognize what's happening as more thunder is rolling. (laughs) But as we allow ourselves to really become educated and aware of the trends, this is an excellent tool and an excellent way to know what kind of moves to make within your business if you really want to be successful in the future, right? So you know where to steer your focus and so that you know what to put your energy in. The reason why I wanted to create this episode is because I don't want you to keep feeding in something, your energy, your time, your money into something that one, doesn't feel exciting Two, that isn't giving back the reciprocity of how much you've been putting into it. And three, I just really want you to lead. And I want to help you share your medicine. This is my everything behind why I do what I do. So the last big thing that we need to recognize is that it's time to take initiative and to embark on this new chapter and this evolutionary journey, not feeling like the victim of our circumstances, but actually feeling victorious and in our power because change is inevitable in life. If you're thinking the same thing's going to stay or things are going to stay the same, you evolve. Life evolves, the world evolves, technology evolves. I mean, look at you, there's a new iPhone every year. Like things are evolving. And so as someone with a marketing degree, as I'm looking at my plaque right now (laughs) and my diploma, it's like helping, it's like lead the way, Sabrina, this is what it's telling me. But the most important thing I want to share with you when it comes to operating an online business is that it's critical and essential that you do not put all your eggs in one basket. It's also important to make sure you're mindful about where your energy is going and if there's reciprocity in regards to how much you've been putting in and what you're getting in return. We have been a society that has been so dominant in the masculine energy, right? And the age of Aquarius comes through. More women are stepping up, owning their power. We're recognizing that we embody both masculine and feminine energy. And instead of being in this go, 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 work, work, work mindset, because of tools like technology that can run and operate behind the scenes, there's also this especially important piece and essentially important piece. It's what I really wanted to say, this essentially important piece to be in the flow and to be in this receptivity. I know for me, I'm working on being more receptive, especially as a recovering people pleaser. This is what I've been working on with my therapist and it's been a huge part of my healing journey. But we need to be more in that boundary of being aware of if why are we going to keep putting all of our energy into something we're not getting anything back in return. And it's not about like getting anything, but there has to be this balance of being seen, being respected and being understood and delivering that content. Otherwise what are you doing? Like, it's not, it's not human nature, right? So I can tell you as someone who burnt out so badly, that led me to lose my memory and experience these seizure-like experiences. And I say seizure-like because by the grace of God, after five brain scans, I have zero seizure damage to my brain. Thank you. I'm being guided in that sense. And thank you for all your prayers. Um, But over the past year, navigating through this, this hustle, hustle, hustle culture no longer equates to success. 
And it's why I wrote my first book, Alignment is the True Hustle, because it's about alignment. And it's important to recognize that the old patriarchal Piscean way of being is not only outdated, but it's no longer sustainable. And so if you are a woman who's operating a business, it's important to honor the fact that our energy and how we operate is different from men. It's not on this 24-hour cycle like them. We're on a 28-day cycle. And we can recognize this as the moon also shifts every two and a half days from a new sign. We are shifting constantly. We have different phases and so does our menstrual cycle. So while my dear sister, Brittany Reed, who I had on this podcast back in episode 137, we talked about mastering your business through cyclical living. It's important to also recognize when it comes to the future of content creating and your business and just your overall life, if you want to be successful with your business and your overall life as a female entrepreneur, you have to be more intentional and understanding of how your energy works and how you're choosing to best honor your energy because your energy is a gift. It's precious and it deserves to be respected and honored because you're worth it. And this is the work that we've really had to break through and shift that paradigm is that you are worthy just as any other man out there, period. So when we think back about this burnout culture that has left us on this hamster wheel of over creating content, content creation, content creation, content creation, more and more and more content creators like myself have been multi-purposing their content and sharing it across various social media platforms so that, whoa, there is change happening. <laughs> that was lightning. And you know my history with lightning. So clearly I'm working with God as I'm recording this episode. But for instance, this episode, I'm recording a podcast and I'm sharing this on YouTube. Okay. I'm going to be using quotes inside my email list and we'll share graphics on social media, um, on Instagram. And these are the things that people have been doing. They're working smarter instead of harder. But because platforms like Instagram have brought people to have shorter attention spans, unfortunately, the likelihood of your content being found in Instagram days, weeks, months, or even years later is slim to none, especially after the recent deaths of hashtags. So this is why, as the marketing machine here, this is why I am predicting that in 2023, the major platform that's going to take the lead is YouTube. YouTube is owned by Google. Google is a search engine. YouTube is a search engine. And now that YouTube has created and have kind of jumped on the bandwagon of short attention span videos, um, theirs are only up to a minute long. Um, they have created YouTube Shorts, which is their rendition of Instagram Reels or TikTok. And they're going to start having, um, based on what I've seen watching on some of these uh, marketing influencers I follow on YouTube, they're going to be having their own feed that's specific just for shorts. Um, but Instagram, they tried to do that with TikTok. And now that they lost these hashtags, I think that's a huge thing that also killed the retention rate of um, being spread out and shared and coming up, um, you know, beyond the, if you're lucky and you found it on your, your feed when you did kind of thing. But in YouTube is also bringing handles like we would have on Instagram, um, which I think is going to be interesting to see. Cause you'll see if there's, uh, impersonators on that because there's been, that's how they're choosing to handle the issue. Um, 
is just to recognize rather than just having your name or it used to be like on the youtube.com and you would find it unless you already went on the back end and changed your handle to be that web search engine. It was just a whole bunch of numbers and letters that were all scrambled. So I'm curious to see how this evolves. Um, But with shorts, there is the same capabilities as it would a regular video on YouTube that helps boost the SEO. Um, You're able, when you upload your short from your phone, you can go on your desktop, go to that video, and you can add tags and descriptions to help boost up the searchability and the SEO of that short. You can also change the um, thumbnail if you wanted to. So, The thing I love about YouTube is that you can create a video, like for instance, if this video, if someone's looking up like the future of social media, they can find this video four months from now, maybe even a couple years from now, even though it's going to say in 2023 in the header, it can still pop up. So you can come across a video on YouTube that was made five years ago that may still be relevant, right? And the real question I want to ask you, (laughs) and I want you to get real honest with me, how often has a post that you created on Instagram five years ago, how long has that been found and is still getting hits? What's the likelihood of you still getting hits from a video you created three months ago or a carousel post you made a year ago? get honest with yourself, right? And while it sucks to say, and it's hard to see, and it like really broke my heart, the unfortunate truth is that too many people relied solely on Instagram for their business and their overall brand development. They put all of their eggs in Instagram and their mindset was like, oh, I just have an Instagram. I don't need a website. Uh, no, as we can see, that can all be taken away. This is why building a website is essential because you have 100% of the rights to it. It's your content on there. Buy a domain name. The website that I love to use, the builder that I use is show it. You can click the link in the description below, but it's so customizable. I'm going to be starting to make a show it template soon. But you need to focus on owning the hard work you've been putting in. If you're putting all that energy into Instagram and then you upload it and then you just have it inside a Dropbox folder and it just creates dust, electric dust (laughs) in your Dropbox folder, what are you doing about it? If you at least put it on your website, it's searchable. There's SEO there. People can find it repin it, make a graphic and pin it on like a story size that you would do for the covers of your Instagram stories, for instance, or your reels. Um, And you put it on Pinterest. Pinterest is still the number one source to my website that allows me to have thousands of views every month. True story. And it's also important to gather emails and build up your email list. And if you think that blogs are outdated, think again. Because like I shared, not only can you share them on Pinterest, but this is an opportunity for you to create a blog, share it on Pinterest. You can embed your YouTube video. You can embed the player of your podcast um, and, you know, get it shared uh, views that way. A lot of people don't really talk about that or they don't even think about that anymore. These are things that I know I'm focusing on with my website for 2023. These are things I've been teaching people and talking about for years. And this is something that I don't think enough people are jumping on board with, right? So you want to feed your SEO because if people are still going on to Google and they're going to search something, first of all, because Google owns YouTube, the likelihood of them pushing a YouTube video above, you'll see it, I'll say videos, is high, more so than an Instagram post, right? But if you have a website and 
you're feeding your SEO, that's also going to help optimize your medicine to be searchable and to be shared with more people who are on the hunt to find solutions for the very thing that you're here to share and very thing you're here to unleash. You went through what you went through for a reason. Somehow, in some way, what you've endured is working out for your favor, even when it can be hard to recognize that. So essentially, as I'm wrapping up here and I've been on my healing journey, I've realized that I'm tired of overgiving my energy on social media and not getting the reciprocity of views and reach that my content deserves because I know for damn sure if here's a free, this is a free training I gave you that's going to be on my YouTube, that's on my podcast, that's going to help you out immensely, right? It's time for us to start to take the initiative and remember why we started to be on social media in the first place. It's not about the number of likes or the followers we get. It's not about the quantity. It's not about feeding the ego. It's about leading with soul, and that's about quality, right? So if you're burnt out because, oh, I need to create content. Oh, my gosh, I haven't had more than three posts this week. My views are going to go down. The algorithm's going to go down. You are enslaved to the machine, and you've given away your power to something outside of you. I had to say it. You are here to make an impact and to lead with integrity. And that's what's more important. This is why I'm focusing more of my energy on YouTube and back here with my podcast. Because I go on Instagram and I just have like a sour taste in my mouth. I'm just going to say it. And I want to be more mindful and intentional on my energy and my time and my presence because I almost had it all taken away um, being sick. And so that was a huge reality check for me. And this is how I'm choosing to lead. I want to create impactful content that I know is going to help people and what people are tuning into. And I know They're here because they want it. You're listening right now because you want to learn. And it's not becoming at you as part of a mindless scroll to program into your consciousness, into your subconscious mind if you don't want it. This is a sovereign choice for you to tune into this episode or not, right? And so because it's hard to say, but it's time to get honest Most people I talk to essentially just go on Instagram to check out. They go on to be on this mindless scroll through their feeds um, to compare themselves, to waste their energy and their time on a platform rather than being present with what's in front of them. Like how many people, when you go to a grocery store or in a parking lot or on their phone, like people have become so attached and addicted to their phones and to social media. So... The truth is this thing, this thing and these platforms have become so deeply ingrained in us that we need it, right? We've been conditioned to create and consume content for this platform and for all platforms and from this platform (laughs) for quite some time. And I don't know about you, but... I started Instagram back in 2010. Again, I like to be on trends and I like to be ahead of it. Now I'm playing a little bit more with Be Real just because it's, you know, it's silly and fun, but it's genuine. Um, And it blew up over the summer. I mean, when you have SNL, like do a whole skit about your app, that's a trend or something to be mindful of as well. So in a way, I think Be Real is also going to really blow up in 2023. So make sure you go on Be Real so that you can snag your handle and you're not having another impersonator take your handle so you can be consistent with it. But enough of that. I started using Instagram back in 2010, um, over 12 years ago when it first came out. And again, while a lot has shifted, there's a deep program and condition to reprogram ourselves from and to reclaim our power back from. This is what it means to be sovereign in the golden age of technology. 
you can say no to being on social media if you want to. Because it's so funny. As soon as I posted on Instagram, like, are you tired or bored of social media? I like to stir and shake shit up. I'm a secret disruptor. I like to, you know, stir the pot. It's who I am. It's like this Italian bitch, you know, don't fuck with me. <laughs> I like to stir the pot. And so as soon as I started talking about, you know, social media sabbaticals and getting over social media and is social media dying in a way it got shadow banned. But you got to speak your truth. You got to stand your ground. And the best way to do that is to go against what they want you to do. So if you're someone who's ready to hone in on your social media strategy and you're looking for support for the rest of 2022 to go into 2023, I'm offering my VIP experience I call Brand Ascension that will help you, you know, will hone in on your business and your brand and what it takes for you to take it to the next level in 2023. And because there's a lot of other things that are shifting, um, I do feel like online courses may be dying in 2023. Um, that's a whole other topic that I, you know, want to be talking about more later. Um, but like I said, I've just been doing a ton of market research and I'm excited to, you know, disrupt the system. That's what I do. Um, I'm a sacred disruptor and I like to shake shit up. So again, um, if you want to learn more, you can check out serenariccio.com slash brand ascension. And if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash Riccio. You're subscribed here to the Sovereign Society podcast because I'm slowly resurfacing back into the content creatrix world with more intention um, to share with you more about systems and social media, sovereign embodiment, marketing, and overall business development, um, plus so much more. I'm, I'm really excited to be sharing more mysticism into all of this as well. Um, but in the meantime, as you know, these podcasts come back and these videos start showing up on YouTube, to bring back the social and social media. I would love to hear what your experience has been with Instagram lately and what's been inspiring you as you prep for 2023 um, on my YouTube channel. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I'd love to hear in the comments below. Um, but if this episode resonated, I invite you to please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Um, this podcast was once the 22nd ranked 22, um, in spirituality. But after I got sick, I, I lost a lot of that because I haven't been six months away. And so I just want to keep delivering this medicine and message as much as I can. So a simple comment and rating really helps and share this conversation with someone that, you know, maybe who runs a business or has kind of an addiction to social media. Um, but you know, it's been almost six months since my last episode and I'm slowly but surely returning, and I'm really excited to be sharing with you more truth that can help you revolutionize the world with your medicine. Um, the truth is, all in all, to close out, we have a blessing with social media. I don't know about you, but I've met some of the most incredible friends because of, it makes me really emotional, um, because of people I found on Instagram, which has been the hard thing about the platform, but there's evolution um, but my best friends are all people I met, um, because of Instagram. So that's why it's been a challenge, but you know, social media still has the ability to be a tool that can help us revolutionize the world and be part of the solution and to share with the world, our wisdom and our gifts and our talents and our passions. So rather than, again, feeling like a victim to this trend, let's be victorious and be aware of what's going on. And, to restore the intention of social media, right? Because social media has been about connection and genuine expression. And so this is the invitation for you to lead with integrity and to connect on a deep level and, you know, spend some time leaving a comment on a friend's post, spend some time sharing it, um, you know, on your stories, it's going to be very interesting to continue to see if Instagram has its own pivot and comes back. But I don't know. To me, the way that I'm seeing it, the way that these uh, news sources are seeing it, the way that these influencers are seeing it, there's a huge mess um, on the hands of Instagram right now that need to be addressed and they're not focused on it. So um, I'm being optimistic that we can still all stay connected and that solutions are here and that we're here to lead 
and to revolutionize the world. So again, thank you so much for being back here with me. I'm so excited to continue to connect. I've got some incredible people coming up um, on the podcast that you're not going to want to miss. But in the meantime, just remember the world is ready for your medicine and I'm would love to connect with you deeper and help bring back the intention of social media, even just with us, because if we can do it here and we plant the seed and create a ripple effect, this is how we can really shift our reality. So thanks again for tuning in and I'll be seeing you more again soon. Take care. Satnam. Thanks so much for tuning into this powerful episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. To keep this conversation flowing, I invite you to join us over at the Sovereign Society private Facebook group and to follow us over at Sovereign Society podcast on Instagram. If you want to keep up with me, subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch these episodes and so much more. I welcome you to come on over and say hey on Instagram at Sabrina Riccio. And if you love these conversations, please support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a rating and review on iTunes. To share the love, all you got to do is search Sovereign Society Podcast. And of course, if you're ready for more, stay tuned for next week because we've got a whole new episode coming your way. Take care. Satnam. Satnam.